and welcome to Powerhouse Podcast. This is Olga. Um, so anyway, the idea of the podcast is to empower people, especially motivated and curious students, to be themselves and to support one another by sharing and listening. If it makes you think, I really hope that's, I, I hope that's what it does. I just hope it makes people think, it makes people wonder, keeps them curious, keeps them feeling connected, like a breath of fresh air for all of us a little bit stuck at home right now or wherever we are. Um, so yeah, anyway, with time in our hands right now, let's chat. Welcome to part six of Powerhouse Podcast. Today we'll be chatting with Victoria about a lot of things that are on our minds and that are important to us as driven young women. We'll talk about stories, we'll talk about things we're worried about, things that we've discovered, lessons we've learned, sort of tips and ideas and a lot of thoughts what we think are quite relevant to us today. Yeah, tune in and I hope you learn something and you also feel like you relate to a lot of these things. Um, okay, let's chat. Victoria, are you there? <laughs> Hi, Olga, I'm there. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so yeah, Victoria and I know each other from um, the exchange semester in Singapore that we both went to. And we both studied business, so we ended up in the same finance class and bonded over a group project, which was... <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a difficult experience, but overall, I really enjoyed my semester in Singapore, so yeah, only good memories. One day, Victoria and I were thinking about how so many people we met on exchange went on all these beautiful trips. If anyone has gone on exchange, you know what we're talking about when you just literally sit down after in class or maybe even in class <laughs> and then yeah, just... definitely. <laughs> the initial idea was to go to Thailand because it's actually quite close uh, to go there from Singapore but then <laughs> we ended up kind of in a different place <laughs> um yeah we just looked at what was on sale and then we got a flight to this beautiful island paradise for a weekend <laughs> it was honestly crazy I definitely flick for photos sometimes and think back to a paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. So it's been one of the best experience I've made in the past year. So really beautiful memories to look back at. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So Victoria, tell us a little bit more about you. Um, where are you from? What are you studying? What are some of your passions and interests? Yeah, sure. So my name is Victoria, I'm from Germany, I'm 19 years old and I recently graduated from university. I studied in Cologne, I have a business background and I'm about to uh, go into management consulting. But now due to the COVID-19 outbreak, I have a little bit of a pause and have some time to follow my passions. So I'm, I would describe myself as a very creative person. I love crafting, I love fashion, but also tech. So recently I uh, got into coding or started developing my programming skills. So that's also something I'm interested in. But overall, I'm just also very passionate about entrepreneurship. I 
taken part in a lot of entrepreneurship uh, startup competitions. And in the future, I also see myself as an entrepreneur. So that's something I'd love to do to just start my own business. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a very long list of interests and all of them sound pretty incredible. So, and, yeah, yeah. And maybe also one thing that uh, connects us, like Olga and me, we're in the past, we've um, collected a lot of international experiences. So, I mean, Olga, you've lived in so many countries as well. And I, I do love mm-hmm. traveling. And also yeah. during my studies, I spent some time in New York for a summer program and also in Paris. Then uh, also from Singapore, I went back to Switzerland for an entrepreneurship project. So just exploring different cultures and learning languages is another passion of mine. Mm-hmm, definitely yeah I think that we have a big overlap in studying in all these different places and interning and kind of trying to pursue as many international experiences as we can and definitely learning some languages as well how have you been going with isolation I mean right now I'm living with my family so mm-hmm. it's not too bad I I can't complain but I had to adjust a bit at first. So recently I finished an internship and then I was supposed to start my job soon. But now it turned out a bit differently and I just have a pause right now. And I actually moved to another city last week, but then I decided to go back to my um, parents' place because then I would have been completely isolated in my own apartment. But I also had to just alter my my daily habits a bit I've been uh, getting back to a lot of um, like fitness routines to really have a look at my health and stay fit during this time of isolation so I'm really trying to to get moving during the day even though I'm at home all day and moreover I'm just trying to do everything that I wanted to do but didn't have time uh, to do before now that I'm at home and yeah, I'm just trying to make the best out of this situation. So I'm I'm trying to stay stay positive and be optimistic about the future. Yeah, definitely trying to stay positive is a big one now. But you mentioned it's been a bit different and you had to adjust a bit. So what are the main adjustments you had to make? I mean, of course, apart from the big move to like back home. Yeah, I was used to... Um, yeah, living a very uh, active lifestyle and moving from city to city, traveling a lot. And now it's been difficult at first for me just to stay at one place and not really to change um, yeah, change location, locations all the time. And then it's also, it's not been that easy to uh, just be by myself and not being able to see my friends anymore because before I also planned to visit some friends I hadn't seen for almost a year because I spent so much time abroad and now I kind of had to find uh, solutions for that to also stay in in touch with them using digital solutions and that's also one big opportunity I mean now Olga that we're talking it's a great way to stay in touch and to connect so I feel like using Mm -hmm. new, new ways to connect is one big thing that we should should make the most out of during those uh, critical times mm-hmm, for sure yeah, yeah especially the... like keeping in touch with people you maybe yeah exactly haven't seen in a while yeah mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be a lost time so we sh- we should really use it to develop ourselves 
and get ahead, even though we might face some obstacles. One thing that kind of set me back was that my uh, job start day was now postponed, but I thought mm -hmm. I'll just be or see the positive side. So I'll use the time to work on my skills to get better at what I'm passionate about and to kind of redefine myself and get some time to really yep pursue my passions oh that's a big one to redefine yourself pursue your passions right a little bit of of time to reload and really reevaluate yeah. the choices we're making I love that it's really fun for me and I think for you as well <laughs> yeah. fun over that Definitely. Um, being disconnected from friends and not being outside as much have you had any moments when you felt a bit sad and how did that go yeah definitely I've been in those moments but I feel like after these times I'm also um, more motivated than ever so every time I'm kind of stuck in a situation where I feel bad where I'm sad I'm demotivated or depressed about something it then always gives me that kind of boost to um to do more and like regain energy so for me setbacks are also always a growth opportunity because it kind of gives me that fire to to succeed then and to be the best version of myself so I feel like we all have those moments but we should then try to focus on the positive and really to find the beautiful things then and to be mindful about how we live so mm -hmm. that's definitely a great thing that. that came out of that out of those sad moments mm -hmm. great things sometimes come out of sad moments <laughs> yeah well they're inspirational literally like i love that quote to start a fire to use that down moment as a boost and kind of re I'm imagining like a phoenix, you know, the bird, like the yeah. fire one. <laughs> That's a I'm great metaphor, yeah. To like even this project here for people to chat to each other. That's something that was born out of like a mental, a big mental low for me. <laughs> yeah, so otherwise um, it wouldn't have happened, right? This project mm -hmm. wouldn't exist at all. And now this is a great opportunity for us to connect and to share experiences to empower people. We decided for a topic to talk about female leadership and some le leaders or mentors who've inspired us and who somehow have motivated us or changed our views especially regarding business um yeah and we'll just be chatting about this from our um young and proactive professionals perspective and hopefully we'll come up with some interesting thoughts in the process um to start us off Victoria, let me ask you if you've had a female leader throughout your um, student experience or your intern experience that you felt inspired you. Definitely. So uh, last year I did an internship at a media, media company and I was part of the investment team. And a former colleague of mine who was working there really inspired me. And I'm still, in, still following all of her um, like current pursuits and following what she's doing on LinkedIn and every time I, I see what she's doing she's just a big inspiration for me and now 
she also started kind of a women's network at the company to empower young ambitious women and to really build up female leaders in the firm which I think is just a beautiful thing and also just to build that kind of sisterhood to support each other that's just what she's um yeah inspired me to do oh inspire you to do so what have you done I mean me myself I've started um kind of or I've pursued some uh, programs in student organizations and build up um, mentorship programs for female students and also network to connect and to exchange ideas and empower one another. So that's one thing that I've pursued at my university, but there's definitely more to come. So I feel like we together could also uh, kind of start a network and a platform to empower uh, young women who are starting in business. Maybe that's something we could do. Oh, I love that. I love that attitude. That's exactly the spirit we need. And I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, because, yeah, it's so important to be there for each other, but also to do things together, not hold back. I think that's something maybe a bit of a challenge that I've noticed is like women try to hold each other back and they don't try to support each other or take each other up when they get up. So it's almost like a competition, constantly thinking what game and who is playing. And that's just so counterproductive to achieving something. uh, Yeah, I've I've seen that a lot in companies and also in kind of female dominated companies. It really depends. Like I've I've worked on a male... um, teams like male only teams but then also Mm -hmm. in teams where it's quite mixed but in those uh, teams I kind of recognize that sense of competition between women that I never really experienced in male teams so I think it's just such a pity that there's this concept of of girls not supporting each other and seeing each other as competitors even though there's there lies so much opportunity in supporting each other like bonding and really empowering one another to pursue like high levels of exactly high levels right that's what we could do if we did that if instead of spending all that time and effort and um yeah Yeah, it's not getting you anywhere also like gossip i i hate it i I don't get why why people are engaging in gossip sometimes just all this negative energy that also pushes yourself back i think there's no place for that so we should should just focus on empowering one another and really pointing out the the positive uh, energy and yeah build a network of support I could not agree more I also hate gossip I think it's absolutely counterproductive I think there's a difference between like news and sharing something that like you know about a person but it should be something you are able to say to their face. If you can't say to their face, like, don't say it. That's yeah. what I think, at least. Definitely. Because like, it's just like, 
even you know when people give you looks for what you've chosen to wear and stuff i'm like well this is What's a way to express like, myself exactly and that would be so boring if relevant. everyone wore this like this the same thing we need to be different that's the beautiful like um nature of humans that we're all unique the way we are and there's no no sense of kind of criticizing each other that much because what do you gain from it it doesn't really make sense mm -hmm. literally oh you're just nailing everything that i've been frustrated for for a while <laughs> about honestly victoria because like how many times you do a group project or something and then like it all starts being about like how you said something you know or like whatever and just doesn't like it just takes away from actually getting something done and then later yeah, like celebrating super it. counterproductive it doesn't get you anywhere it gets yourself mm. like kind of in a negative mood. Mm -hmm. it also holds you you back from being productive from achieving something from supporting each other and from growing as a person if you're always focused on what other people do wrong or what might be um, not right with someone mm -hmm. yeah definitely and it's like so much more rare for someone to point out something nice <laughs> yeah literally like we should definitely give each other more compliments mm -hmm. you know there was this yeah yeah sorry go ahead. yeah it's such an energy booster i also don't like do it enough in in my daily life but that's definitely something we should engage in more just empowering mm -hmm. each other and giving someone a compliment it could literally just make their day yeah and then with that energy you gave them they'll probably multiply it, give it to someone else hopefully and yeah do something with it oh my god the amount of times like little things like that really just change your whole perspective because it like it's the whole thing of, have you heard of like pay it for like that movie and that concept i really think that works yeah definitely yeah it's like passing uh, oh, on that positivity mm -hmm. of course yeah and i also do believe in the law of attraction so kind of what you're mm -hmm. focusing on what you're living that's also what you will receive in your life so if you give a lot of positive energy and focusing on on the good things in life that's also what you you will get back and how your life will lay out oh my god agree so much honestly i mean even for me like i've had definitely sometimes the the opportunity for example to study abroad or to intern abroad and it was all i think it did come in the end for me concentrating so much energy and so much effort into just believing and hoping that some opportunity like that will come up and of course it did take also a lot of effort as I, I'm sure it did for you as well for all the things and projects that you've participated in it takes a lot of work behind the scenes to be able to qualify for these opportunities and to be able to pursue them or to understand them to have that yeah like definitely strength inside I mean yeah mm-hmm to engage in those things you do have to go to through some uh, hardship there will be obstacles but I feel like in the end it's always worth it and it gives you so much energy and empowers you gives you courage to dare even more and to pursue new, new things and new opportunities 100% and it like sometimes I've been told actually a few times that I'm a bit naive to think that way or that's kind of like 
you haven't faced a real obstacle. And look, I've had down moments and I've had good moments and I've certainly been lucky in, in a lot of in a lot of ways. But definitely there's been so many moments that could have broken me. And I think the only thing that got me through was like having that positive mindset, knowing that eventually it will get better somehow. And I, you just have to believe in that because in the end, it literally it's like the law of attraction thing you said. Like that's what you hope for is kind of what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it's also often that the worst times in your life, the times that you feel most um, depressed and like, the, the biggest challenges uh, for you make you grow the most. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to miss the worst moments in my life because they like made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. They made me grow. Definitely the worst moments. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking of a few now. I feel like it may be interesting to share. Um, I don't know. Would you want to hear about some of my worst moments? Yeah, sure. If you're <laughs> comfortable with sharing them, go ahead. Um, yeah, I definitely had. So when I moved university um to melbourne that was really exciting really fun at first and then like obviously you meet so many people you do so many things but then i was so like open-minded and like i always tried to be try to be like a hundred percent open to a new experience that i've thrown myself into um yeah just to learn as much as i can from it and to give back as much as i can as well to share whatever experiences i've had and see if that exchange of ideas kind of creates that exactly that like positive power for me and for others um like the exchange and then yeah it was like lovely and meeting so many people and then all of a sudden like I think maybe a few weeks in I started getting really confused and really out of touch with like my goals and myself I think what happened is I was extremely focused on my work I was like this is a competitive university. I want to do really well. This is really important to me. So I just had absolutely zero boundaries on how much I was going to work. So I just literally was doing it like yeah. so I've, much more I've than I've been in the same place. I, I totally get like what you went, went through. It was like unbelievable that I look back at it now, what I was doing to myself. Like I was, the, the, it was downhill and I didn't even realize. And I was just so consumed by this idea of like I need to do better I'm not doing enough I should and there's this word should that also was like really not helpful as I learned later on that's kind of one to steer clear of because it doesn't it's not a productive word because it's either you do it or you don't right should yeah. is like it's a bit of beating yourself up over something yeah and then so what happened is I I think the stress got so high at one point that I um lost connection with my body as well like, that's what I wanted I, to say there were like times in my life where I just felt completely disconnected from myself and then just turned into being depressive and not really being able to feel joy anymore and being so focused on success achieving merit and all that stuff that it all got a bit too much yeah merit that's a big one literally it can get so much like it can it just gets heavy and the worst thing is like I was the one who was doing this to myself. So there was no way yeah. out, to be honest, because no one could convince me that what I was doing was wrong because I was like, I'm working hard. That's surely that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, no, in isn't. that moment, no, more, no one's forcing you to do what you do. And 
there's no not really reason to be that stressed and to be so serious but it's hard to to identify that like what you're just putting on yourself and it's quite difficult then to get out of that but I feel like those um like phases in your life really shape you as a person and make you realize what really matters and yeah define you as a person so it really shapes your character they do and I also think it's important to have people that who care about you around you like for me that was the turning point actually was my family came to visit and they looked at me and they were like what happened like you look horrible they were just honest like because I what happened is I had that whole disconnect with my body so I like started eating and snacking at night so I gained a lot of weight without noticing and like my skin was breaking out like my body just was not healthy and I did not notice I did not treat it right at all I was like completely unaware of what was happening because I was just so focused on this goal of doing well in uni which I did do well in but I don't know if the price really was worth it um yeah and they were like look you really we need to chat what's going on you know and then sort of them bringing it up to me and taking care of me and that was that was so important that really made me think of how important it is to have people in your life that you can open up to and how important it is to be that someone for others as well yeah that's what you really realize what truly matters to you because I feel like those relationships this network of support that's so important in life because in your worst times those people with will stand by your side and support you give you energy so I feel like oftentimes we're sacrificing something for like things we want to achieve but the end in the end it might not uh, be worth it it might not be worth to sacrifice relationships to just uh, yeah succeed and get good grades boost your career because then sometimes you're just missing out on things that you you can't really get back yeah oh wow so true missing out on the relationship and that you can't get back have you had an experience that when that happened to you I definitely have yeah I must say I do and I regret those um those moments then and like my actions in those times because I was just focusing on the wrong things and of course then I was able to achieve my goals but after all it wasn't really worth it so only after achieving what I wanted to achieve so badly I realized that I was just neglecting everything else apart from that goal and that like sacrificing sacrificing these relationships was just not worth it because sometimes you focus on something but in the moment you achieve it you feel like okay now I'm not really any happier anymore but what did I sacrifice for it it wasn't worth it I think one side of it is actually the idea we have of how what success is and how we have to how we could achieve it so it's like obviously in school it's like merit is really important right and then once you get to like a job internship situation what I found is that I was working really hard to show um, and I've been trying to learn from people I know who I think set a really good example of how to like just relax at times and to be in the moment And for me, definitely something that helps is like doing sport, same as yeah. you like physical exercise. For me, it's sailing. Because when you're sailing, you could not be more in the moment because it's 
you have to see what's happening with the weather, with the waves, with your team. Like if someone is getting seasick, if there's a storm coming, if there's rocks, just there's so many things for me to keep in mind. So then I am 100% in the moment then. I think maybe that's why I love it so much that it keeps me so active and it keeps my mind really active and then also makes me live in the moment yeah that's a great way to balance out stress I, I feel like balance is very important in that regard and I've also started to do um, yoga to go to yoga classes every week like mm -hmm. a few like I would say two years ago actually I started with it in those moments where I felt just super stressed and disconnected from myself yeah and I feel like it just teaches you how to be grateful for the moment how to be present and more mindful about how you live your life not to stress out stress out too much about unnecessary things really so true I've actually picked up yoga as well I picked it up more as exercise, though, not as mindfulness. But I think it definitely is has a good mindfulness effect as well because it makes you just think about, like, your leg yeah. <laughs> as you're doing some sort of exercise, you know? It's like, oh, okay, I here's my body right here. I need to remember that. <laughs> like, it sounds ridiculous, but it's just, like, that disconnect, it just builds up. And the more you focus on the academics or on your goals, your career and stuff like that, just sucks you into all of that thinking and then nothing else starts to matter that much I couldn't agree more yeah, yeah well. and you know like so this is something I was thinking about so we started with the topic of female leaders right so I've noticed that in more accomplished women not saying I've met that many but even watching like TED talks and interviews you know like all the fancy magazines and stuff like that reading things listening to podcasts I think a lot of them live by that. They live by the idea of merit and proving themselves and making sure they always are so, so credible and so accomplished that, that no one could say they're like incompetent or anything like that. And I think it must have started for them maybe, sort of like the way it's starting for us right now. Like when they were young women, they joined a team they wanted to be successful they wanted to do something to make a difference and then they just saw that the merit is the yeah. only way and there's also kind of this in, imposter syndrome coming in or this concept of insecure overachievers I feel that's sometimes uh, the case with very accomplished women because you're always striving to to achieve more to be more successful but in the end there will always be someone more intelligent more competent prettier than you in some regard but you just have to be sometimes be satisfied with how much uh, you've accomplished already and to to look back really realize what obstacles you've overcome and like how far you've made it already not to stress out too much about also what other people think about you mm, yeah there's a few things you mentioned that I, I'd like to touch on as well like I mean first of all beauty and prettiness like that's a it's just tough because sometimes it's like that becomes an important topic and at uni or jobs and stuff people comparing each other and like evaluating others and that's Especially like, in the age of social media, there's so much to compare ourselves mm. with and sometimes it's get, it just gets really destructive and doesn't really add value for you anymore and just 
creates a wrong perception of reality. Because in the end, what you see on your social media feed, those are just the highlights of someone's life. And oftentimes also not really how it it would be in real life. It's just exaggerated in a way. And then you have to f like find yourself and not really let it get to your your inner self to yeah don't feel threatened by it in a way to not let you yeah it's difficult to explain but I feel like for me that's also sometimes a big issue when I'm consuming content on social media but then I always try to be aware of it and to yeah think about my own unique self about my identity to make sure that I'm just happy with the way I am and that I don't want to change my, myself just because I think that's an issue I should portray for myself. You know, something I find actually quite helpful is um, in the morning. So I don't know if you experienced that, but when your alarm goes off, if you use your phone as an alarm, the second you like open your phone, all these things yeah, start I popping in your phone, like all these not notifications. Not look at any apps or notifications in the morning or in the moment I wake up. Because yeah. then you find yourself like, yeah, like you don't get one your... hour just scrolling through some some messages or uh, photos, and it's not really worth it. Literally, it's so counterproductive because then it's not letting me take control of my own day. Like it's starting to pop all these thoughts into my head that aren't coming from my head. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Like it's sort of. It like misguides me almost. So I really, and I love the mornings. I'm like you, I wake, I try to wake up early. I actually haven't been good at that recently because I think the whole situation has definitely thrown me out of kind of a lot of my habits, but I think I'm regaining them slowly. Actually, this project has helped <laughs> a lot because I've been trying to schedule things from the morning. Yeah, it's to important do. to have some kind of I'm structure. Like, otherwise, <laughs> it gets really difficult in those times. Yeah, yeah. commitment. I, I just realized I need commitment. I need things to like, keep me keep me doing the things that I love to do but I need to be like committed to them so that's really important and yeah so in the morning like waking up I turn off the alarm and then I'm like okay I'm actually gonna get up I'm gonna go and make like some tea which is something I love to do for anyone who's listening who knows I love me tea as well. they I know how obsessed really I am with having tea. tea having that bit of control in just how you feel evaluating yourself and really making sure you're grounded when you start off the day and then you can plan and you can do things after but then and other people can start being part of it but I just feel like having that time when you're just with you is yeah, I've also been trying to kind of build up a proper morning routine I've had that like in the past but then mm -hmm. like when I was stressed I kind of um miss pursuing it but now I'm getting back at it and really trying to get in this habit of working out every morning, drinking my tea, not using, using my uh, phone in the first hour after waking up and just enjoying the moment and set a good, yeah, good mood for the day and to be in a good spirit in order to be productive later on. Yeah. Oh, also, you know, Victoria, going back to like women who've inspired us. So can you recall any quote or any moment when a woman you respected or looked up to has said something to you that you just taken to heart and like that really 
changed you or that maybe made you think about something you haven't thought about before? Like one thing that female mentors um, have inspired me not to um, change myself just because I'm like the only woman on a male team. I think it's not not a solution to yeah. kind of um, yeah, turn or change into male behaviors just because you feel forced to do it or you feel like you don't fit yeah. in this will will not that's very interesting that you bring that up because actually there's one time I read a quote um and it said like it, I think it was a like article somewhere and it said um a woman acting like a man is not a man gained but a woman lost yeah and I just whoa that like blew my mind it was like one of those things that's like I've always sort of thought about something like this but I've never been able to like phrase it and it just did for me and it's something clicked in my head and I was like this is so true there have been several studies also proving that putting a woman on a male-only team or like promoting more women in male-dominated areas really boosts productivity and uh, changes the whole team dynamic because Women can bring mm-hmm. bring in completely like new points of view and this um, yeah empathic mm-hmm. um, empathetic uh, strength to really look at the situation a bit differently and to change the team dynamic. I mean, of course, as a little disclaimer, it just it really depends on the person. It's really individual, and this is, I guess, something that how the people that you and I are this is how we felt but obviously yeah, it varies so it. much and they're empathetic yeah. men and they're tough that's women there's all kinds of, kind of the scale is very diverse trying to see it just like females have a lot of empathy mm. and males are dominant and aggressive we shouldn't like stigmatize it too much it's a lot of it is something we learn when we're little it's something we watch in movies it's something we read in books as well so I don't know, there's all the arguments of like, it's natural and there's all the arguments that it's, it's something we're just conditioned to see and perceive as natural. So it depends a lot on external um, factors and how they're brought up uh, to be. I feel like a lot of it is just trained, but that's how society is today. So mm-hmm. like a part of... Um, like one gender as such it's just how society forms Mm -hmm. different roles and people that's a big topic i think that could be definitely separate a big interesting separate discussion with a few people i've been the one asking so many questions but we actually came up with this topic the two of us so do you have any questions or any things you want to bring up victoria Mm -hmm. i don't know i i would ask you about maybe the the biggest or most important uh, lessons you've learned maybe also from living abroad or um yeah pursuing pursuing your passions anything that you're you're thinking about like the biggest learnings of the past few years Mm -hmm. well that's a huge one very i love that question um (laughs) very (laughs) multi-layered i mean i think the most important one is definitely learning to be uncomfortable and become someone once told me this actually like being comfortable being uncomfortable is a big lesson and it's like it's actually something I've embraced I can't even recall a moment that clearly when I was comfortable I just I kind of crave 
learning something new all the time. So that's why I'm always trying to have a new conversation or learn something new. And it's awkward sometimes to bring it up, to ask someone something you're not not sure how they're going to respond to. But I think really stepping outside of what I already know and trying to connect with someone new and learning so much and having a positive mind in that as well. I think um, I always try to keep a mindset of, um, okay, so this is a sort of like a phrase that, <laughs> that I've um, heard from a family friend once and they told me that everyone <laughs> has learned this when I was like quite little and somehow it's just low-key how I approach a lot of things in life so even if someone is rude to me or someone I don't know doesn't like people do all sorts of things yeah. you know but like there's no also one always is perfect and there's some there's lots of things for why they might be acting like this but in that pile of sh- there's a diamond and if you find that diamond that's kind of the core of the <laughs> that's person, a great one <laughs> it, that's what matters there's just so many things people could be going through so I always try to think well this is not who they are this is just the situation they are facing now and this is unfortunately maybe negative response that they've taken but I always try to turn that even if I receive something negative from someone turn that into a positive or just even let it slide and kind of forgive really easily I think that really helps to just yeah because people say things a lot of times they don't mean them or they maybe regret saying something and I've actually um yeah that's probably a big lesson um learning to forgive easily and just open-heartedly and just letting things be whole Mm. story of someone we don't know what they went through or what happened to them during the day so I think we're very easy at judging people too fast Mm -hmm. but then we should just Mm -hmm. step back and think about how we also might might act sometimes and when Like, think back to the times when we are rude to someone and there's always a reason for that. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. like, your your morning was horrible, something happened to you, um, nothing went as planned, and then you're in a bad mood and treating someone not as you should uh, should treat them. But in the end, the other person won't know what um, what you went through that day and then it will be, be hard for them to... I think forgiving is a big part and very important. Not judging people too easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I definitely always try to have that in mind because I feel like exactly like you said, meeting different people from different cultures, different backgrounds. I've just learned there's just so many possibilities of how life could be and so many possibilities of how you can respond to things and what other it's just like there's just countless and countless yeah. ways of living and it all it's all influenced by so many so many things so many little details even that are part of specific cultures or languages because actually not every language expresses That's the so same true. feelings the same way there's there's just so many things to learn and someone could always teach me something they've had some sort of experience and some sort of, sort of realization so I think pretty much every interaction I approach since I was little I always try to wonder like why have you done this or why do you think this way like and I try to really approach them as like a guru on a specific topic they're a guru or a master of their own life and they have some interesting lessons they've learned. So I think I'm always really curious about that and trying to yeah. just hear someone out. And 
I love actually going to places alone as well yeah. when I'm somewhere. So like I just go and wander and just like listen to things, listen to the birds or whatever, like nature and all of that. It just means so much to me because I think that's when I'm learning so much about myself as well. I'm like, whoa, I enjoy this or I don't or I have these thoughts or I have these feelings. So it's definitely like... Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's also kind of how I felt uh, in the past, past years and also about being alone. That's often like when I when I walk outside by myself or when I travel to a um, different country on my own, that's also what I've done last year, like during my time uh, in Singapore, you often learn a lot about yourself when you're not constantly surrounded by other people. And I feel like that's also something we can learn during those times where a lot of people are just isolated and where it's the first time uh, for for some people to really be mm-hmm. be on their own and not uh, constantly being surrounded by their peers or uh, yeah yeah definitely because that's actually it could be scary to be on your own it's like okay what do I do now like there's no one to tell me where to go there's no one to tell me what to do There's no one to tell me how to think or what to care about. It's all my choices and my decisions. So who am I? (laughs) And it's interesting because I've had this sort of isolation. It's interesting. It's like the social isolation thing is very an interesting concept, right? Because it's like being distant or separate from other people. So I've had actually sort of an experience like this when I was moving. So with changing schools and with going abroad and going on exchange, all those things each time, it's me isolating myself from something I'm so like comfortable being surrounded by. And then I just take this beautiful, lovely world that I'm, I enjoy being in. And I just, I know, or at least I know really well, maybe not enjoy every part of it, but I know it really well. And then here I am somewhere that I, I, I just don't know what's going on and I have to figure it all out. That's that's a lot of isolation from, you know, from family. Yeah, from but it's friends, really, I think it's also really important to step out of uh, your com- comfort zone and challenge mm-hmm. yourself, take the risk. Definitely. Yeah, take the risk, take the risk. I think anytime I try to, like whenever I get an opportunity to take some risk, I try to take it if it's something I'm drawn to that's interesting to me. I mean it kind of comes with I think it's an internal like thing that's specific to me that I just I try to really push my own boundaries and I like to be challenged and I I crave solving challenges like this whole sailing thing is kind of the same as well like the first time I ever sailed I like fell into the water I actually got sort of like hit by a part of oh, the boat wow, and thrown traumatic. into the water and it was really cold and yeah and like windy and scary and I was I was I think like 11 or something nine (laughs) I think nine and yeah like I mean you think I'd be scared and I'd be like holy shit never doing that again and like the coach came on like the boat like um they're always around to help you if you need you know something happens and obviously I was wearing a life jacket but I didn't have any of the gear to keep me warm or anything like that and he like pulled me out of the water and he was like I'm sorry this happened like you'll probably never go again and I was like just sitting there shivering and then my whole family was like okay what what oh, no. like what <laughs> how did this happen you must be so cold whatever <laughs> and that's literally what I loved about it that's why I love the sport because I just never know what's going to happen to me and it's always it pushes me to 
it really pushes my limits every time and it's like it's scary and it's it's scary in every aspect and it's always changing too so it's like I I you know the weather could be lovely one moment and then you're out there on a little boat and then it starts raining and like you know big waves and things like that and all you have is like you and this boat and your team to rely on and it's like sport is beautiful in the sense that it gives you that challenge but for me sailing is what's really been I connected to because of this so I think another lesson is like pushing yourself and not being afraid to be brave and to be scared but still definitely do yeah. something also- in the moment like take take an opportunity take the step full and just go with the flow yeah, you know you'll because in the end probably you will only regret that you didn't do what like what challenges you didn't pursue and not what you mm-hmm. what you dare to do so I feel like being a bit more courageous, taking yeah. more risks is an important part also of discovering who you really are. Okay, so our next little section is a rapid fire, this or that questions. Okay, so I'll throw some questions at you whenever you're ready. Sure, I'm yeah. ready. Let's go. Okay. Um, do you believe in love, in love at first sight? Mm. Not really, I would say. Texting or talking? Talking. Definitely talking. Walking or driving? Walking. Oh, interesting. I mean, oh my God, the patient. <laughs> yeah, I, I yes, sorry, go ahead. driver's license two years ago, but I, 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 did, I haven't really uh, used a car after it, so I'm not that much of a driving, <clears throat> driving person. Gotcha. Um, perfect time for breakfast. Mm, Seven a.m. I'm Ooh, kind of an early, early riser. Early riser. <laughs> Very early riser. Nice. Um, TV or movies? Movies. Fall or spring? Spring. I love flowers. Morning or night? Morning. I'm a morning person. Red or blue? Uh-huh. Um, Red blue, or blue? Blue. Um, money or fame? Ooh, diff- difficult one. I would say money because there's so much uh, opportunity lying in that money. And I don't really seek fame, I guess. Mm. Outdoors or indoors? Outdoors. I love nature. Car or truck? Car big gathering or small party a slow party small but slow is nice as well (laughs) (laughs) um okay that's all i got (laughs) bye thanks for thanks for joining woohoo well if you are thinking about something right now please share it there's a little instruction on how to do that by sending us a voice message Whatever you found interesting, whatever is bugging you, whatever you want to share, whatever you want to bring up, any topic that you want to continue talking about, that's the way to tell us about it and to continue the chat and to expand the chat and to also feel connected and hopefully good. Alrighty, bye.